Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365 day number 114 and today I thought I would record something for you on the back of an inspiration of Gary V a couple of days ago. He was talking about communicating with more content and he made some reference to uh, what goes on in the fitness industry. Now uh, I'm eating an apple at the same time so it's a really good one and while I'm driving as well. Now if you say to me why am I always doing these when I'm driving, well I don't always do them when I'm driving but um, because of the nature of uh, the work that I do uh, I'm trying to maximise the time and I'm sitting in the car for a bit so um, I like to just make the, the best use of my time. Uh, so um, let's talk about your state of being, your health, your fitness, your weight, your body, your health, um, all the different things that you could put into your health and fitness category and how you're feeling right now. How are you feeling right in this moment, right now? Rate yourself. Out of town. Are you energized? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel clean? Do you feel um, energized? Do you feel like you are living the healthiest life you could? Do you feel strong? Do you feel weak? Do you feel tired? It's like energized, but we have different ways of languaging these things to ourselves. Do you want more in the space of your health and fitness? How's your libido? Is it high? Is it low? Are you interested? Are you disinterested? Where's your level of romance and connection with your your soulmate, your partner, if you have one? If it's not, what are you doing to be in the place where you want to be? Maybe you are in the place where you want to be. Where are you with your creator? Whether you're spiritual, religious or whatever, um, where are you? Now, have you got your number? Now that you've got that number, let's focus on in on the um, your body, your health, vitality. Are you at the optimal weight that you want to be? Are you carrying the optimal level of uh, muscle and fat? Are you carrying too much fat? Are you comfortable with the level of fat? Is the level of fat that you are ha- having on your body uh, too much? Are you strong enough? Is your muscle definition defined enough? And if not, why do you think that is? Because the difference between success and failure is not a lot. But the fundamentals are also not that difficult. 
it's not difficult to know what to do to get into the best shape of your life and yet most people don't do it if you are fat if you have too much fat on your body if you feel tired lethargic if you are continuing to go up if you are staying plateaued where you are then what does that mean for 99.9% of people that means that you're consuming more food more calories than you're burning off it's as simple as that it's a mathematical exercise up to a point but for most people you're just consuming too many calories not burning enough off now most people that I talk to will say but I don't eat anything I don't I hardly eat anything I just do this this and this but yet your body is showing signs that this isn't true and some people will blame all kinds of different things but the bottom line is you're not burning enough now people are surprised with how many calories are in food and when you start tracking what it is that you are eating it doesn't take much to add up to you know your 1200 calories which is what most people are generally on when they're trying to lose weight especially women or 1500 calories so it doesn't take much to add up to that number 10 tin tams is 950 to 1000 calories that's like your whole day in 10 tin tams now could you eat 10 10 tin tams i couldn't Uh, but i'm sure there's some people out there that could the point being that's not a lot of volume of food but it's an enormous amount of calories um when i was in the city last week and i bought a couple of you know wraps and sandwiches from 7-eleven they were around 500 calories a sandwich you know like for one round of sandwich with the contents or one wrap now if i want 1200 calories that's two wraps plus um well an apple and a banana basically and that would be it so i'm not i couldn't even get in my whole six meals uh, within that calorie limit now i'm more calories than that so it's mine's closer to 1800 to 2200 because i've got different goals but um the point is we become less and less aware of the food that we're consuming and what's in it in terms of calories and nutritional value for that matter so these numbers quickly spiral out of control and you can think well i don't act, i don't eat that much so like if that was me i said well oh, i had a wrap for say dinner i had a wrap for uh, for lunch and i had uh you know a bowl of cereal for breakfast yeah that's 1200 calories like just there that oh yeah i had some ice cream after dinner yeah i had some nuts or something uh, for afternoon tea or in the morning you know then quite quickly you've amassed quite a number of calories there uh, but people don't realize that because they say well i didn't eat that much how could i be you know where i am so i'm not eating that much 
or they've had a couple of soft drinks or some alcohol or whatever and all of these things they just add up and then you know, say so, oh yeah well, I went out for a walk today okay good stuff so your walk has probably burnt off maybe a hundred calories and it's like that that's just over your Tim test oh but I was out for half an hour um, but the the extent to which somebody believes they're working hard enough it normally isn't that way they overestimate how hard they're working and dramatically underestimate the volume and number of calories of food that they're eating so this is why we continue to have the situation that we do in the world so um, obviously controlling what you eat is a key component and then when it comes to the exercise and you're without going into all the details of the types of food that you would eat and the types of exercise that you would do to make permanent changes to your uh, metabolic rate it involves exercising doesn't it and common sense would tell us that we need to do strength exercising to stay so resistance training to stay strong and we also want to be doing cardiovascular training which makes the heart strong it's another muscle and it helps it helps us feel good it helps us sweat it helps us become fitter because we're strengthening our heart muscle so that we can go harder for longer now Again, it's not rocket science. So what does all that tell you? It means you've got to watch what you eat, you've got to eat six nutritious meals a day, and you have to exercise, how often? Every single day. That doesn't have to be resistance and cardio every day, but one or the other, every day. So you are moving every day. Because we become busier, we become more sedentary, and we just sit around and we're playing games or we're um, you know, just lounging around watching TV or sitting in our jobs that are desk bound uh, and we're getting the outcome that we're, we're getting. Now our bodies were designed to move about 10 or 11 kilometers a day. Now, 10,000 steps for me is about 7 kilometres, seven, yeah, 7 to 8, something like that. Um, and our, our ancestors, 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 Neanderthal man, that's, that's the extent that they believe that they moved about 11 kilometres a day. And what else were they doing? Well, they, they had to go and hunt for their food, didn't they? That's why they're moving so much, but they're also using other muscles to, to do all the work because they didn't have the modern conveniences that we do and then the types of food that they, are, they were eating didn't have sugar and all those calories in it uh, everything was less processed had less additives but a whole bunch of um, you know less calories uh, in that at the same time so Traditionally, even back to the 1950s and 60s when I was growing up, the food was better. It was more hormone-free and genetically modified free. Uh, there was more home-cooked meals because 
depending on where you were brought up. My parents didn't have much money, so um, we were always having home-cooked meals. It was cheaper than going out all the time. Um, we moved more as kids and as adults. We played more with the kids, probably in a physical sense. Um, there was less electronic devices available. So there was no mobile phones when I grew up. There was, and go back even, you know, prehistoric times, there was no technology. People played games, they danced, they socialised um, uh, more than we do now. And they did it in a physical type of context. So they were moving their bodies more. Um, now we have, you know, such an enormous uh, a range sorry, an enormous, yes, yeah, suite, I guess, of TV programs that you can watch. I mean, when I was a kid, I uh, was born in Bendigo. We had a black and white TV with the old rabbit ears that, uh, you know, stuck up on top of the, um, the TV. And uh, we had two channels. We had Channel 8, which was a local TV station, and they had some programs from Melbourne that were shown on that that uh, channel and I think we had the ABC and that, that was on channel 2 I think on on our TV set and then later I think that it was channel 10 that we had so we couldn't pick up channel 7 or channel 9 uh, SBS didn't exist um, in Bendigo and that's what we had had to watch and now I, I don't know how many free to air channels are there now probably 20 or more and radio on TV. I don't know how that works, but anyway, there there is so much choice. And then you've got YouTube and uh, you know DVDs, movies, uh, all that kind of stuff, where people can uh, watch whatever they want, whenever they want. And there are so many distractions out there to prevent people from moving more. Um, so you know all this though, don't you? People know this. They come and say, I know I should eat better. I know that I should do this. I should exercise more, but I don't. I need somebody like you to keep me accountable and keep pushing me. So, okay, great. I mean, that's how I run my business and why, why I run a business to make a difference in people's lives. But why is it? Why is it so that so many people more and more each year, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're all smart people, and yet we're not doing the things that we should be doing to achieve the results that we want to achieve. And this is where Tony Robbins' mindset uh, coaching comes into it, to say, well, they're not in enough pain to want to change now. And that's the difference. Like JT uh, Fox the other day was talking about uh, at the Melbourne seminar, how it's about taking action, it's taking a massive leap of faith and uh, jumping out of the plane without a parachute and he'll open the parachute for you. And I heard people talking about uh, him afterwards because he is polarising and just the sceptics that were, were saying, oh well you know 
it's fine what he says, but he's American and, you know, it wouldn't work and, you know, it's a lot to spend and, you know, all that kind of thing. And the, the reality is, you know, when you hear them talk about their own businesses and life and stuff, I mean, these are, these are people that you, you wouldn't consider um, successful at all in a, in a business sense or um, even a personal sense to some, some point of view because they're, I guess they're not working hard enough to make a change. They attend these uh, seminars, conferences, talks, and say we're going to make a change to themselves. I think, oh, well, here's some good stuff and we'll go and implement. And I spoke to a couple of people in the, the Platinum Lounge. Now, these are people that have paid extra to be in the Platinum Lounge. Now, I do that so that I can network with quality people, also get the photos with the celebrities, um, and you just never know who's going to be in a room. The, the couple of people that I spoke to, they're so... Um, what can I say? It's like you, you just want to hit them with a, a, a cattle prod and say, come on. Like, take some action here. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about... Yeah, yeah you know, I'll, I'll go well. I'll, I sat next to a guy in the front of the stage and said, yeah, look, I'm, I want to take away a few ideas from here. I just, I just want to see how that goes. I mean, it's a guy that he ran his business and then um, he wasn't running a good business, so he had to go back and find a job. So he went back into the workforce. He's been doing that for a couple of years. And he says he thinks one day if he gets you know, a couple of good ideas today, he'll run a business. Now, is that a formula for success? I mean, he's not going to open a business again. He's done it before. Unless he says, yeah, I commit today to doing that, that's just not going to happen. Uh, so, um, it's, it's interesting what, what people are like. And they know that if they do these things, then, you know, it'll happen. And JT says, you know, you are part of the family. He will make sure that you are branded and you are successful and you watch your life grow from this point on. And he has all the success stories just like I do, I give a 100% guarantee you do the work that I say, you follow the program nutritionally, you follow the program that we individually tailor for you in terms of resistance and workouts and stuff, and you do that, and it's a 100% money back guarantee, you will get the results, you just have to do the work, and doing the work on your body is nowhere near as hard as doing it for a business tell you that for sure um, but most people won't do it and it obviously frustrates the heck out of uh, these big keynote speakers so like Gary V he only spoke for an hour by the way the other day and I thought that was a bit ordinary because they probably paid a bomb for him um, I got some good notes out of it though um, you know and, and Tony as well I've said this before you know he's frustrated by the fact that so many people come to his seminars, you know, really pumped up, but 95% of them, or more, Gary said that 99% of the people sitting in this room will not effing listen to him, and they won't do a thing to make a change. Uh, so, uh, I know that these big note speakers uh, get frustrated by, by that, He's no exception. Um, so it doesn't. It's not just health. It's uh, it's business. It's a whole range of things. People just don't really want to change.
So my message here is don't you be one of them. This podcast is really just a reminder in this episode of the, the basic things that you need to do. And just a refresher, say this isn't hard. It's not hard to do this. You just have to be consistent. You have to be committed to it and embedded in your lifestyle. And if I can do it, I've been doing this for 30 years, over 30 years. If I can do it, you can do it. And it has so so many other spin-offs in your life in terms of your, uh, you know, your prolonged health and um, how energised you feel, um, you know, how you can take that into every other aspect of your life. I mean, it's, it's really just amazing. Uh, but most people don't do it. So don't be one of them. Be different. Stand up, be different from someone else. Uh, Gary V mentioned an interesting stat that I just thought of um, a couple of days ago when he was saying that there's this belief in society in order to be you know, successful or let's just talk about financially rich for now, in order to be financially rich people think that you need to be a multi multi-millionaire. Now what he said was to be in the top 1% of the uh, income earners in the US it's $440,000 that's the bottom end of the 1% but that gets you into the 1%. And that's still good money, isn't it? But it's not multi-multi-millionaire that you might think of to get into that top 1%. Now, for some of you, you might be thinking, well, wow, I could never get there. Well, that's not true. Your thinking will never get you there in its current form. You need to change that thinking. The point is that the gap to the top 1% and where you are right now is nowhere near as big as you think it is. It's just a slight tweak of your thinking, a slight tweak of the action that you take, a slight tweak of the frequency in which you uh, implement, and a slight tweak of the intensity in which you implement. The hunger that you have for achieving what it is that you want to achieve. You're not that far away. If you're not there now, you're close. You just have to keep pushing. And the reason I know this I've been there and Tony he talks about um, the level between um, he he goes from a step of poor to good is a reasonable step the step from good to excellent is a fair bit more but he says that well it's a big step to, to excellent the step from excellent to outstanding, he says, is just a little bit above excellent. Not a massive leap, it's not a quantum leap, it's just just above outstanding, uh, sorry, just above excellent to be outstanding. So isn't that exciting? This is the same for your body. You are just centimetres away from where you need to be. So what that means is you've just got to keep pushing, keep striving, keep listening to this, keep posting on social media, your feedback, your comments, and you'll get what it is that you truly desire. All right, let me give you some homework. 
because you haven't had that much homework this week. Your homework is to have a check in. Get a piece of paper, write it down, and I want you to check off these things. On a scale of one to 10, you need to write down where you're sitting for each of these things. Are you getting in six meals per day? Are those meals healthy and nutritious and serving you well? Are those meals two to three hours apart? So rate those three out of 10. Are you doing three to four cardio sessions of 20 minutes or longer per week? Are you doing three resistance sessions of training per week? Are you drinking one and a half liters or more a day? Are you sleeping for six hours at least? Well, let me, let me cap that. Let me say six to seven hours. And then I want you to rate all those numbers out of 10. Then I want you to add them all up then divided by the number of questions, I can't remember how many I just asked, then I think it was probably eight. Um, and do that as a percentage to see where you're at. Now, if you're at 95% or above, then well done. You are right where you need to be, and good job. I would doubt that there's many people listening to this that are in that category, because we tend to, you know, flip-flop in and out of being good, and not optimizing our health, and um, I'm tipping that that's where you are. Now, when I say do this, rate yourself over the week so far. Or if you want to go back a little further, say the last two weeks, and be honest. No one's gonna see this apart from you and me, because I'll, I'll know, um, but be honest and rate yourself, and then, Write down where your gaps are. You'll see where your gaps are because you've set it in numbers. Anything less than a 10 is a gap. And write down what those, what the reasons are for there being gaps. And then I want you, like we did an exercise the other day about closing the gap. I want you to close the gap. What are the action steps you're going to take to make sure that you close that gap? All right, that is your homework. Go forth, conquer a healthy and happy life. Alright, that's Rob Evans out for now. I will talk to you tomorrow.